Hi, welcome to Coacharia's podcast. Today's episode is part of our Masters in Coaching series. Today's guest is Dr. Mariana Wright. She's an MCC, and in today's episode, she is demonstrating master level coaching. The following is an actual coaching session with a real client talking about real issues the client is experiencing. And at the end of the episode, if you want to stick around, you will hear a short conversation between Dr. Mariana Wright and our own Cindy, um, where they reflect on what happened in the session. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope to see you at our next webinar. Just before we get going, I'm wondering, can I just ask a question? I'm making an assumption that you're a coach in training. Or are you a coach right now? Or Okay, thanks. Thanks, Anna. So I believe that a coach in training, because the journey, I don't believe I have arrived. I, I still Absolutely. have a lot to go. I'm PCC, but I believe I'm on this journey of exploration. Okay. We, we're all on a journey. And yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. And knowing that then, um, I just wonder what we need to do to um, help us land in this space right now and, and kind of block out uh, everybody else that's, that's tuning in and watching. How, what do we need to do to, to arrive here together? Okay, uh, I think firstly, I need to stop focusing on trying to get onto my laptop yeah. and, and work with what we have uh, and make the best of it. So I'm just getting myself into the zone, I think, of being here with you. Uh, I am here, I, I feel present, and I feel very privileged to be having the session with you. And I just feel delighted that, that you're here. Thank you for stepping up. Yes, I can see you perfectly well. Do not worry about the laptop. The phone is just what we need. <laughs> do we need to do Thank anything you. else? I, I, I still feel slightly jittery. Are you feeling okay? Are you... I think I need to uh, take a breath. Okay, so, so let me do, do likewise, take a breath. And, uh, and yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. I'm feeling, feeling present. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. So you're a coach and you're used to the whole process of, of contracting. What, what else do we need to think about about our work today? What's important to you? Um, I think for me to, to really, if I could say, open my heart, uh, when I feel vulnerable about listening to everybody listening into, into me, uh, so I feel slightly vulnerable, but yet okay. at the same time, I want to be able to open my heart about what I, what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. So just a safety net, perhaps. Okay. And what would that safety net need to be like? Um, just for, for if, if I say something that, that needs to be held in confidentiality, that that would be maintained. Uh, I don't want to monitor every word I say, but perhaps if I just have that assurance, uh, then I would be comfortable. Okay. Well, you certainly have that assurance from me, and I'm aware that there is a lot of other people in the room. And I'm presuming, but I don't know because I've not been part of this process before, that something has been said to other people joining. But can we just um, ask everybody to hold this, the content of this session in confidence, please? I'm almost imagining, actually, as I did that with my hands, I'm almost imagining drawing curtains around everybody else and just absolutely focusing on you. I don't know whether there's anything else that we that's, need to do. That's great. Yeah, I've got you. I'm, I'm here. The more I do that in my head, the more I'm just, I'm there with, with just you. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for that. And thank you to everybody listening uh, on the platform. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Do you have something that you'd like to, well, I'm, that's a silly question because you wouldn't have stepped up if you didn't have. <laughs> what would you like to use our time for today? 
Okay. Uh, well, well, actually, that's a good question because as I put my hand up, I thought, well, go from your gut. Just put your <laughs> hand up and say yes. But, but it's, it's a good question. And I just want to pause for a few seconds before I answer that. Is that mm. okay? Of course. Okay. So, so I've lived a life that has been, you know, if I had to go back, I wouldn't live it any differently. I'd live every moment of my life, every act, just the same way that, that I am living right now, you know, that I, that I have showed up in my life for. Uh, I'm 62 years old. And I just have three years to, or two, two years and 10 months to retire. And I really believe that I'm at the pinnacle of my career. I've been given amazing opportunities uh, uh, in the past few years. And currently I'm, I'm really being asked to do so much more and feeling so recognized and so valued for the work that I do in leadership development. Um, as I say, I wouldn't do anything differently. So I started my life journey um, in nursing. So, so nurturing, caring for people is, is what I was born into. My mom said I did that from the time I was a little girl. I found true value in, in nursing. And then as I went through a few bumps in my career of work that I didn't really feel satisfied and actualized in. I bore with it, but I learned opportunities out of there. And now that I'm in this prime of a career of feeling so contributory, I'm just wondering about myself. Um, sometimes I wonder, am I too maternalistic, too paternalistic as it were? And, and how will I end up into the next phase of my life? Hmm. And out of that wondering, what's the question today? So what's next? Where to from here? Where to from here? Where and to how from do here? I, yes, and, and perhaps how do I fulfill and ensure that what I have to do in the next two years and 10 months is like a whack of a contribution because that's what I'm looking for, a <laughs> whack of a contribution and a big bang out. The grand finale. Yes. I love that because it's a, an idea of really ending one phase uh, with a big whack and then setting up for the next phase. Mm. And a lot of energy there with that as well. But there's an excitement in you as you say that. Yes. So I get the sense of, of the kind of overall theme of our conversation. Where do you want to get to with your thinking today? Okay. I'd, I'd like to, to, to pause and to reflect in my eagerness and in, in my enthusiasm to do more and to, to have this big bang approach. Am I being too, um, as I said, I'm not sure of the right word. And actually I don't still don't know that I know what paternalistic and maternalistic and patriarchal means. <laughs> because um, yeah, so, so for me, I think that would be important for me to say in the work that I'm doing with the time that I have left, how am I coming across? Is this eagerness and passion that I have not overruling or, or do I have blind spots in terms of what I'm doing and how, how I'm doing the work that I need to do? Am I overpowering? Those are the questions I ask myself. Am I too pushy? Am I too pushy? Am I overpowering? Hmm. Am I over-nurturing? So on the Enneagram, I am a helper, the, the, the helper type. So, mm. And why are those questions important? 
because I am aware that I can be, that I can be um, maternalistic. I can play an over-nurturing role. Uh, I might uh, get into a space of, of being over-pushy, over if I could say, or coercing people to do something that they don't want to do, but I have to say it's working so far. And, and it's important because that is not my intention. My intention is to make an impact, uh, not, not to do this, this pushy thing. And, and, and also, I guess for me, it's important because uh, how do I leave a legacy and how do I leave somebody else in the organization or team of people equipped to do what it is that is being set now, because it has a long horizon. It has a horizon up to 2025 in terms of the strategies that I've developed. Okay. There's lots of things coming up for me as I hear you speaking. There's this need for legacy, and there's a kind of curiosity about the way you work and, and the impact of the way you work, and whether you're to this or to that or that. And then this need for the, the grand finale, is there anything else that you want to be thinking about? Uh, well, well, I have to share, uh, you know, and, and as I said, I speak from the heart. Mm. Uh, I, being, being the Enneagram type that I am, and not like solely living it by it or being, being forced to think by it, but it's how I feel. And I have the fear of... If I don't do something right, then the whole fear of rejection and the whole fear of not being worthy comes up for me. Okay. Okay. Feels like we're getting into deeper territory now. And I just want to check in with you if you're okay around this with our curtains drawn around us. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm very comfortable. Thank you. Okay. Mary. Okay, so we've got a lot to think about and we've got a wonderful opportunity today. Where do you want to focus? What's at the core of all this for you? Okay, so, so I think um, I think the, the legacy and, and in that is the impact. Uh, okay. I think that, that would be really important to focus on. And, and I guess the rest is something I can, I can work with and deal with. Uh, but I think, how do I leave this legacy of sustainability of really value add? Okay. So a legacy of sustainability and value add and anything else about this legacy that's important? Uh, I think I think it's it's the legacy for me is as I shared the the strategy we have uh, for leadership development and particularly women in leadership uh, spans into 2025. Uh, but but perhaps what's coming in to that is that the men in the organization also want to be part of it because when I've socialized it, they said, but this applies to all of us as human beings and individuals. Mm. And, and, and I'm thinking, so that legacy is, is almost like not just encompassed in the work that I'm doing with women in leadership, but perhaps at a broader level to say, how does this legacy unfold in the organization? And, and, and that is what I'm, I'm nurturing and hoping and wanting to, to learn so that okay. even when I'm not there, it carries on. Okay. And how will you know that you've got a legacy that can unfold in the organization? Okay. Um, I, think, I think firstly, it would be to to look at where are we currently? So, you know, where are we currently? And, and I think um, 
the organization I work for has been through uh, quite a difficult, quite a challenging time. So I would know that, that we're getting somewhere. So, so when I speak about the legacy, it's not necessarily me uh, as an individual, but rather the work that I'm doing that leaves the legacy. So it's a whole team of people. So I think when we start seeing a shift in people's behaviors, start seeing a shift in employees' response to how they engage with managers, when we see, um, when we see people living uh, by the values of, of respect to each other. And, and as I often say, it's, it's a tough one, uh, but I know I feel it in, 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 in me when I say, when we see that the organizational soul has been, is being restored. Oh, wow. The organizational soul is being restocked. That's, um, that's filling me with a sort of a, a, a real buzzy kind of energy. What's happening, as you hear me reflect that back, what's happening for you? Uh, I, I agree, it, it is a busy energy. And uh, I guess that brings us back to the expediency and the big bang that I have. Okay. And how does this organizational, this piece, how does that relate to the big bang that you want? Okay, so, so the big bang is the actual, is, is I believe that when we hit this big, the big bang that we have to work on is about restoring the organizational soul. We, is we, it the big bang itself? It is the big bang itself, you know, because I think we can't go in microcosms and little pieces of events and initiatives. It has to be like this whole chain of things. It's yeah. something that makes the move. Um, and, and yeah, I think, I think Mary Anna, for me that, and, and now that I speak about it, I hear myself for the first time saying it this way, uh, you know, I always said restore the organizational soul, but it's never come home to me so reflectively until I've had this conversation with you, because Restoring the soul is the big bang. How will I know is when I see people's behaviors changing, when I see leaders acting in a way that is different uh, and getting back to what we once were. Because we did have an organization that was like a wow and talked about, uh, you know, talked about in the country. And um, as I say, that was eroded, and now it's, it's about restoring that. Okay. Yeah. So it feels like we've got this really, this clearer picture of, of what the legacy is. And I'm wondering today where you want to get with your work towards creating that legacy. So, so if I have to, to recap that, I, I firstly, when I say leaving a legacy and, and we've come to the point is about restoring the organizational soul. I feel deeply, deeply emotive about it. I feel my, my skin just in bumps, you know, I feel like goosebumps all over me. Cause yeah, that is, that's, that is the legacy. That is the big bang. That is where I wanted to go. Mm. And, yeah. and, and suddenly I'm, I'm thinking, so if that is where I want to go, perhaps it's going to take more of me being, being pushy, being paternalistic, being powerful in what I do. Um, you know, yes. and, and as I say that, help me, guide me, uh, you know, because I say that with, with the breath 
And then when I say it, I think, oh, okay, but that's not what you want to be. You know, you can be that way. So how do I get that balance for me? I think is something I'd like to work with today. Okay. Okay. And I'm noticing a, a real, I, I feel like I'm, I'm catching your emotion. I can, uh, I'm feeling almost tears coming actually at the thought of this, restoring the organizational soul. I'm wondering, you, you described the goosebumps. What's that telling you about this, about this, the balance that you want here? No, because it's probably the ultimate gift I can leave and the ultimate gift I can give to myself. Okay. Um, and, and I feel deeply emotional about this because uh, I moved from one province to another mm. uh, with a very young family. And we lost our child. We lost our daughter when she was 16 years old. Oh, goodness. And I've always felt difficult and I've always asked myself so if we didn't move would it have still been okay and and suddenly I feel if I'm here for this purpose uh, and I don't want to be the mother Teresa and the savior of all but if I'm here for this purpose and if my contribution is being felt and I'm being given feedback on that then that is where I want to go I think that would be for me the ultimate gift that I leave in the work of world and to myself. Okay. And what else? You know, when I say that, I feel like, I mm. feel like, oh, oh, that, that is it. Okay. That is it for me. Okay. Hmm. So what needs what needs to happen? I think from from a planning perspective, from a conceptualizing perspective, everything's in place. Okay. And, and it has been approved by the highest level in the organization. I think these feelings that I have about being overpowering, et cetera, comes from me. And I think that's what needs to happen is I need to manage and work with that. Uh, and, and now that I know what my legacy is about, I think what needs, all that needs to happen is me to feel more comfortable with what I'm doing and perhaps to pause and reflect more often about what I do and how I do it. Okay. And how might that materialize? What would that look like? I think for me, for me, it would be probably useful if before I did something or I do something is to, to maybe reflect what is my intention. For me to ask myself that, what is my intention of mm. this particular discussion or request? Um, so, so I think, sorry, do you mind if I take a note or two, please? Of course. Of course. You were saying, what is your intention? Yes. yes. And I'm wondering, a question's coming up for me about what balance do you want to strike? So I would, 
I would like to, to strike a balance if, if I look at uh, the, the whole legacy of restoring the, um, the organizational soul. The balance for me is um, I would have to give direction hmm. and uh, give direction and guidance. And, and in the same way, I'd have to balance the other person's understanding of what it is that I'm trying to share. I think that would bring about balance, inviting others into the space that I'm in, because I often feel uh, now that we speak about it is that perhaps it's just at a higher level uh, and I need to bring it down okay. to a level that everybody can partake in. Okay. So I think that would be the balance is, is yes, I do have uh, the, the concepts, but perhaps to balance that to make sure that, that others understand it in the way that I'm, that I've mm. conceptualized it. And you could, it. Sorry, I interrupted you. You've clearly got a really clear sense, an embodied sense of the organizational soul. And I'm wondering how that can be articulated to others. I, I think, I think it is well articulated uh, in 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 the broader organisational strategy because we have we have a very easy, memorable, wake up in the morning kind of the first thing in your head is this is my vision. Okay. You know, uh, we speak about a higher purpose in the organization that I work for. Okay. And, and the higher purpose is very focused. And, and we often say, you know, it, it's easy enough to remember. So it's well articulated, but I'm not so sure that we know how to live into it. And what does it actually mean? Yeah. Yes. And that the 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 difference between being articulated and being embodied, being lived. Yeah. It's okay yes. having a set of values that's on the office wall, but how does that um, pan out in every day? Mm. Mm. And how and I think that's what we have. Sorry. Sorry. I interrupted I? you really badly. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Sorry. Let's blame it on the Zoom time that we have. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, the, the uptake. So, <laughs> so I've lost my thought. I'm sorry. I reached to put the light on, but, but it's fine. Please go ahead. I'll gather it again. We were talking about that... Um, the organizational soul being embodied and I, I'm kind of there's something coming up for me which is well if it's about restoring it and it's that well articulated how's it been lost what's you know what's happened what needs to come back if it's there and everyone knows what it is what's missing look And, and this is just my view that I'm expressing. Um, I think we were, we were really eroded from, from being this organization with the soul. Uh, I also believe we're on a path of recovery. Um, you can see that in, in the interactions, you can see that by the responses of people. Mm. So, so, so there is some movement because I've taken on this um, concept that I'm implementing from June last year, and I can already see the movement. Uh, but what needs to happen is, I think we need to have more, more of our, our leaders, more of our employees involved in this uh, and, and take ownership for it. And what has been particularly hard is the whole COVID in the last year and, and what's happening there. So I think that whole sense of belonging, that sense of togetherness, 
it's a difficult phase right now. So, so I think that's, that's one piece that, that is uh, difficult to get and allow people to really live in and, and act and do what it is they need to. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I think what needs to happen is really people to, you know, people to believe that, that we, can, we can get there, we can do this, we can restore. Okay. And what's your role in that? Give direction, be pushy, tell. <laughs> you know, um, no, with the balance, with the balance, with an absolute balance. And, and I'm going to pause and reflect to ask, what is my intention? Where am I going with this? Mm. Oh, I do it uh, and I don't do that often enough I just I just believe like okay go go get done and and as I said it goes back to the starting point is that I have that much time left in the organization okay so I think for me pause reflect balance my my what I have to contribute with what others are understanding, what they might need, what might they need to, to um, absorb before we go into this big bang approach. It feels like you have an awful lot of resource available to you, your ability to reflect and to, to think deeply on this stuff. Is there anything else that you're going to need to help you here? Um, so, so this, this is like completely out of, of, um, I'm not sure if I'd be responding correctly to, to what you're asking, but anything else that I would need is yes, I would need resources because at the moment I work on my own, uh, and, and I tap into the functional families that we have. And, and I'm very good at doing that. And that's where I wonder that, so, so that's where I wonder if I'm being overpowering because I say, we've got to do this by this, by this, and then. Uh, so I'm, at the moment, I'm trying to get more resources allocated to myself so that I can then be less invasive in other people's spaces okay. or less asking. So it's something coming up perhaps about making it so compelling that people are keen to get involved and you'll get those resources that way. Something about, yeah, that balance with how you, how you nurture versus direct. <laughs> something in that. So... So maybe that's that's the one piece that that is important in this now now that we're speaking about it. I didn't see it like that. Is that in leaving a legacy, in leaving this organizational soul, I have to do it through the existing functions that we have. Mm. So, so I'm almost put, taking the pedal off my, my feeling of pushy too much, asking too powerful, et cetera. I'm taking my foot off that pedal a little bit to think, but that is how you're doing it. Oh, I, I, that, that just came up for me. So, so it, doesn't make, um, it doesn't make it wrong provided that I can do it with pause, reflect, and balance. Okay. And there's something important about this pause, reflect, and balance, isn't there? In this, Because that will, yeah, I, I can, I get a sense of that. And I'm wondering how this, how this ties in with your original hope for our work together today. Where are you at? 
so so I'm I'm actually I have some clarity in my mind. Actually, not some. I have a lot of clarity in my mind because I know what is it that I'm working towards. I know what my legacy is. And, and for the first time, I found it while I sit and have all these wonderful concepts. I've never found my, my, my legacy. What is it? I talk about it, but now I know what it is. So I've, I've found that. I've also found that what I was fearful and what I was thinking about in terms of being overpowering, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, and I drew it up here in a little diagram for myself in, in oh, the tripod. This. Yeah, to say pause, reflect, balance. And in the middle of it, then, then I have my intention right if I pause, mm. reflect, balance. So the core of the intention is right if I have those three elements brought together. So that's where I am. I have clarity on my, in my mind and I have something to deal with when I'm feeling uncertain. As we're coming towards the end of our time, I'm just wondering, you know, where, what's important about this step forward in thinking for you? In terms of yourself and the way that you that you operate. Okay. To, to perhaps be, I, I can be very hard on myself. And I I can I can judge myself quite quite harshly. So I think it's to hold myself lightly when I talk about my legacy and and now that I know, I have some clarity in my mind. Mm. Uh, you know, it sounds right to me to say, hold yourself lightly, because that's your intention. Hold yourself lightly. And is there anything else that we need to do today to, to wrap things up and to allow you to hold yourself lightly going forward? Uh, so... I just have to write that down because <laughs> I need to hold it, hold self lightly. This this has been this has been very useful. It's given me clarity. It's helped me deal with something that I I was very ambivalent and confused about. So so for me, I feel the session has been very useful, and. Um, and really, I'm, I'm just a little more happier than I was when we started. And, and more excited about the work I'm doing. And I'm seeing a passionate woman that really believes, that really believes in the soul of the organization. Thank you for tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, sorry, sorry, Mary Ann. Mary Ann, apologies. The, the phone started ringing at that moment. Don't uh, worry. I want, I want to say thank you for the opportunity to coach Aria. I feel very privileged to have been coached by you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy Magda. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mary Anna. You says it. Can, can I continue the conversation that you just had? You said yes, you, sure. feel, yeah, you, you were feeling, you were sharing a whole lot of emotions and gratitude that you had. What is it you're taking away from the conversation today for yourself? Uh, two things. Uh, clarity of, of what my, my remaining years in the organization means to me and what I want to achieve. And I think holding myself lightly, uh, Cindy, because that can be very heavy when you make it heavy for yourself. Um, 
and 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 the whole thing about uh, pause, reflect, and balance. I mean, I know it, but I don't do it. I need it to be reminded. I need it to be held in a space where I can acknowledge it for myself. Hmm. I also want to acknowledge you for how you showed up, and you know, even though there were some interruptions, we were quite surprised to see that you had drawn a diagram. And it kind of, you know, you were talking, thinking, drawing, a lovely total experience there that you were creating for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mariana, while I invite the participants to raise any questions for you, that, that was a beautiful experience, Mariana. It was a joy watching you. You know? Yes, at a very slow pace, just being there totally partnered with your client. And I know that time would have probably been a big factor for you to be mindful of, was it? Um, yeah, no? There was, there was one point where I was thinking, you know, we have this arc in our coaching sometimes, and... I suddenly felt that we were getting really to the heart of things before I was perhaps quite ready with kind of firming up some of my contracting around things. But I think sometimes you have to let go of, in a way that was talking about too much this, too much that, too much the other. Sometimes we have to let go of or should have, would have, could have, and just think, mm. okay, well, what's coming up now? And let's go with it now. And that's really what I tried to do at that point where, we got to the soul of the organization piece. Um, you know, yeah, so. Mm. That's quite insightful, you know, to for all of us, because I think all of us as coaches feel that at some point. We'll be just holding, you know, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Can I ask this? Maybe I should have <laughs> gone into that. Yeah, absolutely. With you on that. So, are you noticing any questions there, Mariana? Oh, um, let me have a look. Oh. How do you keep your pace so beautifully slow and mindful? Okay. Uh, you ask the questions and I'll think of the answers if that's okay, Cindy. So yeah. through mentoring, I notice and through feedback, and I do a lot of work on Zoom, um, and I'd had some supervision that pointed this out to me and some work with Cindy that pointed this out to me, that I did have a tendency to sit forward and um, and really fix my expression. So at the moment, I deliberately make myself change my body position. And I notice that if I can shift my body position and sit down, I'm trying to change my breathing. Um, and I'm really focused on the breath and being present. And actually, I tend to hold myself as a way of reminding myself because else, my head gets in the way and I go straight into my brain and I'm thinking, what's the next question? What does this mean? Blah, 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 blah. And if I can, I have to consciously go into my body a little bit. Um, so it, it may feel a little bit over slow at the moment, but that's what I, I have to do because I'm a head person. I live here normally. <laughs> it's a very deliberate move to go a bit deeper into myself. Hmm. It was very enjoyable watching you ask, about the goosebumps, you know, mm. that you went there and asked, what are the goosebumps saying? Um, and what was enjoyable about it was the, there was an appearance of a lot of thinking and a lot of emotions. And it felt like there was little piece about the goosebumps and you didn't miss that. Yeah, I, I think I had a different emotion coming up. I felt a little bit tearful at that point. There was something coming up for me. Um, but it, it's it's a very, because I don't tend to inhabit my body very much, I try and make a conscious effort uh, with the head, notice the word conscious effort to help my clients pick up on some of these signals within their own body, because I'm always having to work on it myself. And there is a lot of wisdom here. You know, there's a lot of stuff. And if we can kind of tune into it, I think there are clues about what's important, how we might um, address issues and all of that stuff. But it's too easy to just sit up here and forget it. 
Yeah. I feel like that's a piece of wisdom that many coaches would walk away also. You know, how in the midst of a lot of thinking and emotions, so still pay attention to what's going on in the body. Yeah. I yeah. think, Cindy, I think particularly when we're all working on Zoom, and I've always, because I live in quite a remote part of Ireland, I've always done a lot of work online. But I noticed the change with uh, COVID where all of my work became on Zoom and, and I was focused on this much of my client and they were focused on this much of me, that you are needing to pick up on a lot of body language uh, and it was actually involved a lot of concentration as well. So, you know, but I'm kind of trying to get the balance, but it is a deliberate thing at the moment for me. Is there anything sitting with you that I'm not engaging with you in that perhaps you want to share? Please go ahead. Um, this, some of the big kind of constructs in coaching, that you know, the, the competency stuff, I felt that I missed out on in that so I didn't really get into it was a bit clunky me asking around resources I didn't really get into the potential what's stopping you stuff um I think the focus was perhaps on that unpacking of of the the soul of the organization I think I could probably have gone a bit deeper there you know, to try and bring that alive a little bit more. I think that we both felt it. Um, and I felt the soul of the organisation. And I certainly had quite a physical response to that. But I think there might have been something in helping make it tangible, uh, help, helping make that legacy more tangible. Um, I don't know. That's a question probably for her, if that would have been helpful to her. I think that actually we we got to define the legacy and that was probably enough for that session actually. Mm. You did ask a question on how would you know? So you did uh, open the tangible mm. question, but I guess there was something more or more as a priority showing up in client that you went on to pick up, which, you know, which between coach and client, between that partnering, there's always a call on what's more important for the client to engage with. Yeah. Yeah. This it's it's also very important. I think you know, one has a kind of um, an expectation if you're giving a demonstration that you are coaching in this amazing, masterful, whatever way, which brings with it um, a whole load of baggage. And actually, at the heart of this, I think, was that reflects the soul of the organisation. And it's so clearly important to her that that was really our focus um, somehow. So some of the other competencies and ways of doing things didn't quite cut the mustard, if you like, because that was so important. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I guess you're holding many roles here, you know, masterful demonstration of coaching, being there fully for your client. And I'm pleased in a way that the role shifted to being there fully for your client. Mm. yeah 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 I think uh, yeah um someone in the chats just said about measures of success and again yes that's the those some of those things weren't as well articulated as, as I would like um but this was a, a demonstration rather than a, <laughs> an ICF submission yeah. so I'm going to let myself off the hook about that one um I think that we can always, if we clarify our contract better, we always get a better, a better session because, you know, it's you have something to hang things on, you have something to link back to at the end. So I think it's it is important. Yeah, absolutely. Coaches, please type into the chat box. What are you taking away from today's session? What value are you taking away from today's session? Or learnings, value learnings, are you taking away? Or just, yeah. What is there anything that you would like to say to round up, uh, Mariana? Um, well, I welcome the opportunity. So thank you for that. I would love coaches to join the coaching presence group. Um, there's that. Um, really appreciated. 
openness and vulnerability in stepping into a very deep and clearly um, core, at the, you know, uh, subject matter for her. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's it, really. <laughs> and please would you share your details onto the chat, you know, where they oh, can yeah. join you. Of course. And anybody so, wants to connect with you, yeah. Please would you do that? Now, would you like, is there anything you would like to say to complete on today's call? I sound like a coach, but that's what I am. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Uh, yes, uh, you know, I think I think I've learned that um, as well. In, in just in terms of coaching, that it's important to stay with the client. Uh, I felt held. I felt supported. I felt um, Marianna following me through every step of it. So I really felt uh, I felt that I addressed what was important. I felt heard about what was important to me and how I was feeling. And I actually felt light when I left uh, the conversation. Thank you. Um, Magda, you and Rama here, would you like to say anything? I just want to say thank you. This was awesome. Um, yeah. As someone said in the chat, uh, demos are a great way to learn and um, definitely are. And it was just so nice to actually uh, hear the conversation at the end between the two of you about you know what 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 you thought what you were going through because all of us were having um different reactions listening to you and you know i still have goosebumps um <laughs> on my arm from that instance so yes thank you so much we we need more demos um i let everyone know in the chat you can always email me magda at coachhagger.com if you are a credentialed coach and you would like to offer yourself up um, to do a demo, we don't have to wait until our regular Wednesday webinars. People love watching demos because they're such mm. a great learning experience. So if you're a coach and you want to, um, you want an audience to show off how great of a coach you are and you have a client that would be willing to be uh, coached live, please, please, please reach out. Um, our learners will appreciate it. Our, our, all learner coaches and coaches who will see this will appreciate. It. You don't have to work with Coach Aria or be one of our learners to watch this. So, please, 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 magda.coacharia.com, reach out, volunteer as tribute. Um, we will be very grateful. So thank you so much, Mariana. That was awesome, and thank you um, for jumping in. <laughs> <laughs>